And welcome back. I hope you're staying warm because it is not getting any warmer today. Uh, all right. As the song says, here we go. It's I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And in case you don't know exactly what Mortgage Teacher is and does, well, basically, I mean, let's break it down. There's 36 banks out there selling you mortgages. There's trust companies you can get a mortgage. And then there's credit unions. I mean, we got one downstairs here in the basement. So the radio station, that is. So we've got all these to choose from, 50 of them, and Mortgage Teacher helps break down which one is the best setup for you. So, of course, you can always find us at mortgageteacher.com. If you want to reach out to us live, you can reach out through Twitter at Mortgage Teacher. And, of course, you can always phone us. And uh, we're been busy with the phones this morning, but we can uh, definitely take your call at 226-289-2991. Now, if you're just coming back from the break or maybe you're just tuning into the show now, uh, what our discussion was in the first segment before the news there was more on your year-end mortgage statement. If you don't have it now, you're getting it very soon, but we're all receiving in the mail our year-end annual mortgage statement. And as I discussed earlier, what this shows is not only what your payment is per month, yeah, I get it, and what my interest rate, oh yeah, I remember fighting hard to get that. Okay, oh, but what's this? Here's the interest you paid per year, and here's the principal you paid per year. Now, hopefully, the principal's higher. That means you're well into the mortgage. But if it's not, could it be? And that's where we're going to talk about today. We've developed a back-end program. You can go to our Facebook page and look up Mortgage Teacher in Facebook. Like us. We're really friendly. We have a lot of fun here in the city. But, of course, also look at our website, MTU, the MT University. There's a blog in there that has a formula that you can plug in these numbers, and it gives you a bit of a grading and tells you if you're paying the most that you could be. Okay? So that's that's what I want to reach out and talk about. So I told this story earlier about a gentleman sitting down that uh, he kind of ran his numbers by me and he wasn't paying near the principal he could. So when people call us up, they ask for the lowest rate. We get it. We fight so hard to get that lowest rate because, hey, it's a big purchase. But here's something you got to keep in mind, guys. It's just like, you know, what's your that's your biggest purchase in life, I would say, a house. Agree? I would say the second biggest purchase, probably the car. Now, when it comes to shopping for a car, Okay, we don't just drive around in the cheapest car. We're not all driving $2,000 cars around. So how do we pick the car that we want to drive? We find the best value. If I buy a 2016 Mercedes for ten grand, I think I've found some value there. If you find that deal, by the way, please reach out. But that being said, what do we use? What kind of tools do we use to shop that? And that's kind of where our idea came from, from Mortgage Teacher. What about something like Consumer Reports? Consumer Reports just gives you advice, unbiased advice. This car has this mileage. This car has this safety rating. They just break down the cars. You might go pick the Dodge car because you like the front of it. That's up to you. You always have your choice at the end of the day. But Consumer Reports gave you the free advice on it. That's what Mortgage Teacher is to the banking business. It's unbiased and it's free. And we're here to build a relationship. I mean, that's the number one complaint we get in the banking business is, ugh, Every time I go back to the bank, it's a different person. I sat there and developed a plan. I went back there two years later and, you know, he or she is not there anymore. And that might be on purpose, guys. Maybe they don't want you to have a relationship. Well, as you can see through social media, we are accountable for our actions. Please look at the reviews we have. Look what Londoners are talking about mortgage teacher. We're here to help give advice. We're not out to get every mortgage and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's worth it for someone to just stay where they are. Maybe a job change. But when we go back to this annual mortgage statement and people are shopping for it and see how the results are, 
when you're shopping for that lowest rate, I get it. It's important. I'm not saying take the highest, but find your value. So I always sit down and say, okay, well, you know, can you get me 2.44% was a phone call I had yesterday, Friday morning it was. And, you know, it's possible I could get it, but it doesn't come with the best value. So the deeper we got in the conversation, I find out he's looking for a $70,000 mortgage. Well, the funny thing is from 2.4 to 2.5 was only $1.80, $1.80 difference from one rate to the other in that small mortgage. So when it comes to something small like that, does it really matter on the rate versus maybe there's a $300 discharge fee at the end in one institution and not the other. You just lost your savings in the fee that you didn't even talk about. So that's why you want to measure to make sure. Now, when it comes to, you know, shopping around and getting to to talk to different people here at Mortgage Teacher, we have the same setup. We have different mortgage agents here in the city, and one of our agents is here with us today, Rhonda Stark. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Mike. Excellent. Uh, Rhonda is surprised me all the time. She's If you're in any network group or here in the city uh, with her social media, I get to see how hard she works. And yeah, she meets a lot of different people. You deal with so many different. And I got to admit, uh, you might even know Rhonda from selling a book at Chapters. Uh, the name of the book exactly is? It's Get Mortgage Ready, The First Step in Getting Mortgage Free Faster. Oh, fantastic. So a lot of people take that approach. They want to sit down and really educate. I mean, some people might do it online nowadays, but hey, if you want the paperback and the book, Rhonda, you can reach out to her. Now, just quick about the book, <clears throat> look up rondastark.ca. But when it comes to helping out, and I know I've seen you at the seminars and networks, you deal with so many different people, Rhonda. I've seen them in and out of the office. Right. What's, if you were to, I don't want to say the others aren't good, but if you were to pick one favorite niche or types of clients that you like to work with the most, what, what, what would be your favorite? Well, because I deal a lot with first-time homebuyers, uh, what I really like to do is I really like to transition those first-time homebuyers into their next home. Mm-hmm. So it would be a growing family who's been into their home for a probably five-year period and they're looking for more now. They need more space, a little bit bigger home, and transitioning them, trying to find that dream home that they can settle into for a longer period of time and really get them to like that home as much as they, you know, they dream that they will. So I really like working with that segment of the uh, the clientele, for sure. And London's a great city to be able to do that because, luckily enough, our homes have been increasing. Yes. So your first-time home buyer has probably made some income yes. uh, on the house. Uh, sorry, some some equity. Right. At the <laughs> same point, with your advice and from your book getting them into the house, yes. they probably had strategies to pay it down. So. Oh, absolutely. Now, can I ask you this? I don't mean to catch you on the spot, but do you find that next house, do they often have 20% down or not? Or is it pretty close? What do you find? Well, it does depend uh, on a number of things, one of which is how much they put down initially. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I try to do when I work with my clients is have that sort of long-term goal established right up front so that I know how to work with them over that five-year period of time after they purchase their first home so that I know what their goal will be, how much they want to have in equity at the end of it. And then we work towards uh, building their equity quicker. Mm-hmm. So that at the time they make their next purchase, then they can have that 20% or as close to that 20% equity as possible. So they don't have to worry about that. Okay. Rhonda, that's exactly why you are a mortgage teacher. That's exactly the things we want to say. And that's exactly the type of people that we get here on the team. So we want to sit down and plan and make sure you're getting where you want to be. I said this in the first segment, but when's the last time a bank called you and said, you know, are you getting to where you want to be? I have an idea that you can save an extra $10 I have an idea that you can save an extra $20. 
No, they don't come up with these strategies. Okay. So that's what we're here to do. And like Rhonda said, help everybody out, whether it's a, a book. Again, you can please reach out to Rhonda at rhondastart.ca. Rhonda, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. And again, uh, what we're talking about uh, is all mortgages, interesting ways to save you interest. Today's topic was your year-end mortgage statement. Please, please reach out to mortgageteacher.com. You can ask us questions through Twitter at Mortgage Teacher, and you can always call us. Uh, Phones are a little busy today, it looks like, but you can reach us at 226-289-2991. And if we don't pick up, because we've only got two people in the office, please leave a message because we do get back to you right away. Okay, so all the best, London. And uh, again, interesting ways to save you interest with Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher. Have a great weekend.